podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello Spurs fans around the world, Theo Delaney back with you for a special preview show. We're back in the FA Cup this weekend, we've got Portsmouth at home and joining me again from earlier in the week, David Harris is here speaking to me live from Sydney. Hi David, from the che- the Cheese Room podcast, how are you? Yeah, no, I'm very well, a bit jet lagged, all this flying in and out of London to do these shows this week, but you know, my, my devotion to the Spurs show uh, is always there. Yeah, and to the cheese room. Tell us a bit about the cheese room. Yeah, so um, as I said on last week's show, I mean, I've, I've always considered the Spurs show to be the Vito Corleone of the Spurs pod world. So I, I'd say the cheese room is more the Michael Corleone of the, speed, of the Spurs podcast road show. Um, it's basically, uh, it's a podcast and it's a YouTube show, which is on Mondays and Fridays. And and, the, and we do the pods like uh, after match reactions and, and reports around that. Um, it's very much a global thing. It was started off by a guy called Aaron in uh, in Sydney. Uh, we've got hosts and contributors from Brazil, uh, from the States, uh, from Europe as well. Um, and, you know, it's very much a, a global thing. It, it you, you get these people coming on and, and we have good conversations, good discussions, just like on the Spurs show as well. Um, and, you know, all views are welcomed. And as I said, it's on YouTube Mondays and Fridays. Uh, and also during the week, uh, whenever there's a game on, there's a pod after that. Great. Well, I'll be checking it out. I have checked it out before and I can recommend it. It's very, very good. Welcome back also, Vaughan Steen. How are you, Vaughan? I'm very well. Thank you, Theo. Are you all right? Yeah, not bad. Now, we're not, we, we decided not to talk about the Premier League just to give ourselves a break on this one and just concentrate fully on the FA Cup. When I was a kid, Tottenham were the FA Cup team. We'd won more FA Cups than any other club when I was a kid. We also, when I was a kid, had never lost at Wembley. And of course, um, well, I mean, my first really big, big, I mean, when I was really little, we won a couple of League Cups and the UEFA Cup. But when I was 15, we won the FA Cup in the greatest FA Cup final of all time, the replay in 81. Uh, won it again in 82, won it again in 91. We were the FA Cup team, no longer. All the other big, big teams now win it and, and are rather blasé about it. And I think I think uh, United, Arsenal, Chelsea, possibly Liverpool are all ahead of us now in FA Cup wins, which is sickening. And it's about time we did something about that. So we got Portsmouth. It's a proper old third round tie. Uh, I'm told it's a sellout because cannily, uh, Levy, who knows a little bit about pricing, being an economist, uh, he's priced it very competitively. And I think there's going to be 60,000 plus people in that stadium on Saturday. Uh, Portsmouth, obviously, because it's the FA Cup, have a big allocation. And they tried to get an even bigger one because they're very, very well supported for a League One side. We know they're a great old traditional club uh, with their own FA Cup history. How much of a banana skin <laughs> could this be, Vaughan? <laughs> Oh, it could be, yeah. I mean, it could be hideous. It really, I mean, I'd like you to be so <laughs> interested in listening to you intone our FA Cup failures in recent years, considering how good we used to be, because it's it's an amazing trophy. It's a real chance to win something, you know? And yeah, it could be a massive banana skin is the short answer. I'm slightly terrified about it. I mean, I suppose the worry is because of this insane schedule that we're faced with between now and the end of the season that that uh, Conte, who's never been a cup manager, did take Chelsea to the cup final and lost. But he's never really been that interested in cups as opposed to uh, the league. He could take it as an opportunity to rest players, 
to try a couple of things. And Portsmouth will come, you would imagine, really revved up and really wanting to put on a performance. We've seen these things before. David, what do you reckon? Well, like in tribute to our FA Cup history, I'm wearing the 1981 replica shirt today for this pod. My personal favourite Tottenham shirt of all time. Yes. That is a beautiful, the one with the beautiful V-neck with just the one single stripe around the V and the badge in the centre, crucially. Mm. Beautiful mm. cock sportive shirt. Sorry, I interrupted, but I just was, I just admire it so much. Yes, it, it, it's a fantastic shirt. I, to be clear, I'm wearing a replica fitted for a middle-aged man and not the one <laughs> I wore in 1981. Right. Um, so, um, you know, Portsmouth have just sacked their manager, I believe. Um, right. So there's, there could be a new manager bounce. Um, one of my favourite FA Cup memories was going down to Portsmouth in the fifth round in 91 when Gazza yeah. got those two goals. Yeah, uh, I was sat in the Portsmouth end, stood up and said, Gazza, I loved you. And oh, no. my companion dragged me down yeah. very quickly um, before uh, attracting any issues. So I would like to say he's going to rest and rotate. Let's give Kane a rest, uh, give some other players a rest that they really need it. But the fact remains is this is our only and best chance for trophy again. Um, Portsmouth are going to be well up for it. And you can just tell even by the toxicity uh, as evidenced the other day against Villa, we go one nil down, it's going to get very nasty. So I'm hoping that we have enough quality to beat this team, that the players will be up for it. And then we kickstart a, a beautiful FA Cup run that ends in uh, another great song, made to go into the top five. When you say it's our only chance of a trophy, uh, sorry, are you discounting the Champions League? <laughs> I've just got Don't this laugh, funny... Don't laugh, Vaughn. Yeah, well, you've got me in it to win it. You never know. Kind, I... kind draw, you never know. <laughs> so where's the Champions League final this year? I think it's Istanbul. Uh, yeah. So look, I would love love to be sat in an Eastern Istanbul cafe with you two fine gentlemen <laughs> as we uh, get ready to play Real Madrid in the final. I yeah. suspect that may not be happening. Okay. Call me a cynic. Okay. Um, so other than us winning the uh, Champions League and getting third, uh, winning the FA Cup as well would would be would would be uh, round off a terrific season. So we need to obviously win it and get some very favourable draws. I love a nice Exeter at home like we got in the 81 uh, draw. Yeah. So let's assume that it is, for the sake of argument, our only chance of a trophy. Um, Do you think, uh, leaving aside what he may, what, what he, what he, what we think he will do. Do you think, Vaughan, that he should rest players, take the opportunity to rest players, given that it's inferior opposition at home? Or do you think he should actually put out a full-strength team and ensure... And, you know, with the you can always bring players off, obviously, but as the, as the, I'm not sure how many subs you're allowed in the FA Cup, actually. But what do you think he should do? I don't think he's got too much of a choice, if I'm honest, because of how injury-ravaged we are. Because I don't... We need to put a good spine out because they're going to be so up for it. You know, like you you can, you know, you can easily find yourself like having an absolute shocker of a start and being one nil down going into the second half. We really don't need that because the crowd will turn. I, I mean, and, the, and again, you say, if we rest Kane, who are we going to play up front? Like that's that's mm. the thing. I would I would go relative, I wouldn't go full strength, but I would go strong because yeah. I would. we need a cup run. We need something to start galvanising this team again, something to start getting excited about. And yeah, you get, you get a favourable draw in the next round and you can 
play a strong, not full strength team, all of a sudden you find yourself deep in the cup. I love yeah. Surely, sorry, surely no. he's going to play. He's going to play Jed Spence. Surely. Yeah. We thought that against Forest, though, didn't we? And yeah. no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not certain. I'm not certain he's going to play. I don't know. I don't know what his problem. The, the funny thing about Jed Spence is. Every Tottenham fan alive is totally convinced that he is brilliant. But he's never played more than about, you know, what, 30 minutes in the Premier League? So Conte sees him all week in training. And Conte obviously doesn't think, unless he really is so sort of um, stubborn that he's doing it to make a point. But surely if he thought he was going to be good enough, I mean, I know this isn't the Premier League, so that's different. But how, I mean, what, what is it that convinces every Tottenham fan alive that they're right about Jed Spence and Conte is wrong. I, I would say I, for some reason, saw a lot of him last year. I, I, I don't know why. Just every time I seem to watch the FA Cup game, he was playing. Yeah, they had a cup run, I, didn't they? Yeah, I, yeah, I think good. I watched him good. just destroy Arsenal down the right. He's big, he's fast, he's got a really good first touch. He seems to be an intelligent positional player. I mean, look, it's confirmation bias, isn't it? Because we just want to see anyone apart from Emerson Royale. But I <laughs> think he has all of the attributes like his he looks like a Conte wingback but yeah. like, obviously we don't see him in training I would say I wouldn't put it past Conte and the size of those egos that those managers have he's playing a game I'm, yeah I'm not playing him because Levy signed him like, I'm not he's not he's not going to come on he's not going to play he'll play 20 minutes but if he's as good as we think he is why wouldn't he have wanted him I mean why wouldn't he have said yeah I do want him because he as you say he appeared to be the actual you know, the classic uh, right wing back that he was looking for. So that's the, that's what I, I, it's a real mystery to me. And I'm just not, I, I mean, I'm I, like everyone else. I saw a lot of him as well because they were on the telly a lot because of those cut runs. <laughs> and you just thought, well, he looks perfect, but there must be, he, it, it really is puzzling. It really is. I mean, puzzling. I understand that there was an issue with him on the preseason tour of Israel where right. he just joined the club and didn't make a very good first impression with uh, some attitude uh, okay. issues that went on. Um, and I think he got off on the wrong foot. And if you're going to do that with the likes of Conti, you never want to do in the first place. It's not a very clever way to go. It's a long road he's, back. Yeah, but he's young now and everyone makes mistakes, especially when you're in your 20s. Um, yeah, and and yeah, yeah, God knows. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but the, but the reality is, it's a bit like when we bought Bale back. Mourinho didn't want him. That was, a, you know, Levy got him, Joe Rodon and Bale and, and Mourinho wanted Skriniar. And it and it got into a little bit of well that's Levy signing I'll give you a couple of months to get fit and and then there's all sorts of issues and we're kind of getting a little replay of that now and and it comes back to the point that we talked about last week get a trophy manager in give them what they want don't spend eighteen million on a punt yeah yeah well I I think it'd be great if he did play him uh, yeah. but of yeah. course he's got Doherty and. Um, Emerson Royale and even Perisic who could play on the, as right wing back so he's so you know he hasn't shown any inclination to play him before but you never know maybe he will take the opportunity because it's the FA Cup and maybe play Sessignon on the left um, and maybe by then there'll be some sort of news of uh, activity in the transfer market who knows but let me just, just before we go from this uh, uh, and draw this special preview show to a close gentlemen of course we'll uh, we'll need to get uh predictions from you david 
Uh, we'll go one nil down. There'll be toxicity, and then we will win three one. Oh, the okay. Morecambe model. <laughs> yeah, yes. the Morecambe model. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Would you? I, I I agree. I, I think it might be four one. I, I really I think I don't know. I think there's a few players with some points to prove. I, I do think I'd like him to play. You know, I'd like him to play Skippy. I'd like him to give Gill another go. I'd like I'd like there's be enough changes that players come on with a point to prove, and we got enough quality. I'm going to go four one. I quite like the idea. I'm just trying to think, what am I going to say? And I suddenly thought, I quite like the idea of Spurs going out, sitting deep and inviting them on for an hour, <laughs> which, is, which is basically what we've done in every other game. Why wouldn't we? And, and then being like totally confused, having loads of possession they're not used to at all. And then anything could happen after that. But let's say we win it 2-0 in an unremarkable uh, performance and then we move on. Gentlemen, I really appreciate you both coming back for this uh, preview show. Uh, hope to see you both on here again very soon. Vaughan Steen and David Harris from the Cheese Room podcast. Check it out. Uh, this is Thea Delaney saying, come on, you Spurs. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs> 